0: Hello, guys, and welcome to the second edition of our Caledonian Kings Wrestling podcast. We're here to talk about No Way Out 2000, and as ever, my friend Shure to share with me, how are you doing, buddy? Doing very well, Mark. Thanks for asking.
1: Hey, what you... Excited to be in that at you there again. We're in the heart of it. 2000, No Way Out. Excited. Ah,
0: it's, it's one of those ones, um, you know, with, with a really good pay per view just this week. Uh, just last week with with the Royal Rumble, and then we're straight at a great pay-per-view from 20 years ago. Um, February 27th, 2000, in the Hartford Civic Centre, in Hartford, Connecticut, of course. Um, this is the first No Way Out pay-per-view. Of course, they did do No Way Out of Texas in 1998. Um, we question for you, Stuart, here, a wee bit of trivia. Cool, do you know but... why they called it No Way Out of Texas the first time round?
1: I'm going to assume there was some kind of a stipulation <laughs> in, in one of the matches that involved...
0: Well, without the obvious being that it was in Texas. Well. Um, What's the initials of No Way Out? NWO. NWO. And of course, 1998, they were deep into the the, Monday Night Wars. They didn't want any confusion. So they added Of Texas to the end of the name, which I thought was quite quite an interesting fact.
1: (laughs) You learn something every day. it, eh?
0: Aye, ah, there you go. Um, so, of course, that the old uh, No Way Out of Texas was an In Your House pay-per-view. Um, these pay-per-views were slightly different from the current pay-per-views at yeah, half the price. Well, um, say, that,
1: this should be just coming to the end of the In Your House series then, won't it? Maybe 1999, 1998 was the last one? So the last
0: one would have been February of 1999 with the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. I think that was the last uh, In Your yeah, House they did. Mm-hmm. And then after the Mania um, 15, um, they went into normal pay-per-views. Uh, so that pay-per-view would have been thirty dollars at the time of asking, where you your house pay-per-views are about 15 or 20? Okay. So that was another another scheme to try and throw people into WWE instead of in uh, WCW at the time. Um, so cheaper pay-per-views mean they probably buy their pay-per-view rather than WCW. So quite a smart move. Um, Excellent. Excellent. The, buy, the buy rate for the show was 1.2 million. Um, on that was pay-per-view, pay-per-view that. buys what was the house? Uh, Twelve thousand five hundred and fifty-one was the attendance in the stadium. For a, not bad
1: for a B pay-per-view,
0: is it? Yeah, uh, it ain't too bad at all. Uh, the ratings, of the RAW before I um, had a wee looked So I was interested to see how the how WCW were doing at this time. Mm-hmm. Any guesses on maybe what numbers they were doing at the time?
1: For a RAW in two thousand, Both. or WCW? Did you mean sorry? Both. <laughs> right, I'd probably say RAW done about five point four, and Nitro done about four point two.
0: Okay, no, well, rather a five point nine, so you were too far on that right. one. Nitro was down to two point eight, and the following week Nitro will do a two point one, which is the lowest ever at that point. Um, ah, of
1: course, but in two thousand, yeah,
0: Yep, So it really starts to go downhill for a year for Nitro. Um, they are one point eight a few months later on. So this is definitely the road out for them.
1: But of, uh, <laughs> of Chuck Palumbo in the main event, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like the natural born thrillers. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yes. oh, brilliant. So that's the sort of the rate where WWE ER at the time or F at the time, of course, cruising. Um, yeah minutes. absolutely cruising going into their biggest sort of spell and um, you know Sort of coming out of that the, the peak of the attitude era But definitely still On a high um, Austin's out injured At this moment in time as well So Yeah So
1: he's Goes yeah. back at no mercy If I'm not mistaken I
0: believe you're right in that Yeah Yeah um, Obviously this is building up To Mania 2000 um,
1: Oh McMahon Mania
0: Yeah um, So if you're looking back At the previous Rumble um, The Royal Rumble match itself Finished with the Rock And Big Show um, With that sort of botched finish If you like this um, The is Rock the... was supposed to Grab the ropes And right. his, his feet actually Touched first Because um, his they are about eight feet long yeah so but they actually worked it into the storyline that's why they get a match here tonight so
1: this was the 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 guy in the crowd that the big show um took the footage from allegedly yeah um because obviously it was a botch but they would have it under the carpet had that guy uh, not recorded it from the crowd and mm-hmm. the, the footage uh, kind of leaked yeah excellent
0: so I had to work that one and of course we got Triple H and Mankind or Cactus Jack at the Royal Rumble as well and a sensational Street Five. If you haven't watched that one i suggest you check it out. It's brilliant. It's my
1: favourite match of
0: all time. Yeah, a lot of people say that sort of, certainly your generation also, there's a we grew up through different generations of wrestling and certainly people you know, similar age to you always say that Cactus Jack and Triple H is a match that made them love wrestling. Yeah. Um, that sort of specific street fight. So I would definitely recommend that to people. So you get also... King on commentary though. <laughs> That's a good treat. It's well
1: it is, yeah. And Jerry Lawler is just about manageable. <laughs> yeah, I do not I don't
0: think it was too bad to nah, be honest with you. Not there not was a few bad. notes uh, obviously when the women come out he's what un- he's unlistenable un- or unwatchable. But you know when it comes to the actual matches he, he always drops a good line in there and he's always behind he, it. Yeah. he was well. So he's a good um, colour, he's
1: just a bit up out
0: of Yeah. Really nice set for the for the show. Uh, I, miss, I miss I missed the the unique sets. The for the custom. pay per view. Yeah, phenomenal. Um, and I noticed the amount of signs in the crowd. My God, this is the attitude there right. Yeah. yeah. So we kick off the show with Kurt Angle and Chris Jericho. Um, Oh yes. This is this is now, angle only debuted in November. Yes. So this is on a couple of months in. Um and to have, you know, two to the opportunity to win two titles at this state shows how good he was at the very, very start of his career. Um, you know, people say Triple H says he was the quickest he's ever seen pick up professional wrestling. Never, um an absolutely hats off them. And this match was really, really good. I absolutely enjoyed it. Um, angle cuts a wee promo at the start, gets about a uh, cheap heat from it,
1: the crowd. It, it is standard Angle uh, heel promo. Like Insults the insults the City, insults the City sports team, <laughs> says they can't wait to leave, crowd are all over it.
0: Yeah, it. absolutely brilliant. Um, we get China coming out. Now, China faced off with Jericho for the nice wrote, title yeah. at the Rumble. Mm-hmm. Um, so she sort of switched now in, in Jericho's corner. Um, she comes out with a big... Pyro Bazooka. <laughs>
1: Love I, that gimmick, by the way. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, um, she, she's lost a lot of her intimidation, see, you know, since she started getting the plastic surgery. Like, her face hasn't got that kind of a Strong jaw look about her anymore. She's obviously tri- um, she said a lot of work done at this point, and she yep. does, she, she doesn't look like that. See the bo- we can Triple H as a bodyguard. Yeah, she very, just doesn't look, doesn't uh, look the
0: same. Very mm-hmm. daunting that, at that stage. But no, no, uh, you can definitely tell there's been some differences between <laughs> China there. But, um, so she's in Jericho's corner. So the IC belt is on Jericho. The European Championship is on Angle. I think they won it earlier in February, and these two are going to go head to head, and the winner is going to take the IC belt. It's only the IC belt that's on the line. I yeah, think in this match. The
1: European was the not the line.
0: Yeah. Um, so I, th- I think Jericho cuts a wee promo promos, well taking a piss out of ah, those three stand- eyes. And stuff. It's a it's
1: a standard Y2J promo. Yeah, like, of, yeah, of the time.
0: Yeah,
1: gets in uh, all his sound bites. And, yeah, yes. Yeah. Best- <laughs> Well, we'll discuss it after the match. On you yeah.
0: go. Yeah, they, they they brought it out pretty early on. Um, nice wee spot where Jericho jumps up on the step and that's a moonsault on the Angle. Um, Obviously, being against the two thousand, this is the kind of thing people do now. Mm, <laughs> so I think yeah. it, it shows how 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 far Jericho was, you know, ahead of other people. Um, it's a nice we spots in the ring. Uh, there was a gorgeous belly belly off the top rope from Angle, um, which I really really like. Um, at one point Jericho had clotheslined the ring post on the outside and Angle continued to work the arm um, in the ring so that was something they worked in it wasn't something that they really they, they focused on too much but he did bring it in and he needed to get over a little bit more on Jericho psychology um, <laughs> ah you know who'd have thought it <laughs> um, Angle reverses a lovely pin into an arm bar um, nice bit of transition there Jericho gets out Angle goes to get the title because he realises he maybe not be able to Get one over on him here. Of course, he's working the heel. He's trying to, you know, show people he's a bit of, a bit of yeah. slimy bastard. <laughs> um, and China gets involved on the outside. Jericho gives him a shove, cut uh, Angle a shove, and the China she bumps into the stairs, which distracts the referee for when they get back inside. Um, Jericho gets him in the wall. I think Angle gets to the ropes. Um, Jericho goes for his line salt, and then he cut, uh, Angle still got the title from earlier, and he has it on his gut. But um, Jericho. Um, his yeah, line, yeah. so gets connected with the title and Angle gets to win that way, so sort of slimy way, keeps Jericho relatively strong um, and it was a nice wee finish sort of to open up the show, I thought. Yeah, I mean, it
1: is, it's it's the standard kind of a, how a heel wins a title at the time. He's not winning it clean. Yeah. The only person I remember winning a title clean uh, was when Benoit tapped out Billy Gunn for the IC belt at the 2001 Rumble. Just, but yeah. all of this is, <clears> it's interference, it's, the ref takes a bump and something happens. It's just standard know, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, it's it's one of my favourite spots for angle. Um It's the way he gets ejected over the top rope. It right. Looks, so he'll be running towards Jericho, who's standing at the ropes, and he'll, he'll be vertical. His feet straight in the air, uh, and then takes a bump on his on his feet, and then takes a roll. It just it just looks good. Yeah. It just looks as if he's been ejected from a car seat. It it just looks amazing.
0: I mean, it's phenomenal to think this is when Angle was green. You know, it's just, it's remarkable. You would not know. (laughs) Ouch. Yeah. Um, So, Angle is now the Eurocontinental Champion um, and he continues celebrating throughout the entire night. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah,
1: I liked him. Obviously, there's maybe two or three vignettes after this. Um, he's yeah. celebrating with the fans. Maybe even more. There was
0: just little, like ten-second ones, yeah. but it was, you know, yeah. it wasn't even lasting very long. He was just smiling and amongst the fans the whole time, and Amazing. you could tell he was loving it. <laughs> uh, really, really good. So this match goes ten minutes, fourteen seconds. Nice opener. Um, you know, it's amazing how far these guys' careers went after this as well. Mm. This is still pretty early in Angle's career. Jericho was always sort of at a mid-card level for a long time. Well, this um, it, Eventually, he would yeah. go to be a world championship standard and become the wrestler he is today. It was the feuds that he had weren't great. And I think he
1: mentioned that uh, yeah. in his books and his documentaries and stuff like that. But this was his first kind of a main um, something to get his teeth into. And it showed...
0: Yeah, I mean, this, this leads to a very, very good um, triple threat match at WrestleMania 2000 with the, these two and, and Benoit, um, mm-hmm. where both belts are on the line, it's like a two falls match, so one belt goes on the line first and then the second then belt the same, goes on the yeah. line after, and that was a really good match from what I remember, um, so it like, that building a, up to something very good as well.
1: That's a concept we don't see these days.
0: No, you don't know. It was quite it was quite unique at the time as well. I don't mm-hmm. think it's been seen too often either. Um so we get a wee a wee dirty boys segment backstage, um, with Michael Cole interviewing them. They bring up um Bubba Ray getting put through the table last week by Billy Gunn, this is the in the match against the New Age Outlaws. Um and I think it's for is this a tag belt? This match?
1: is for the tag titles.
0: Yeah. Um so Cut to the ring and oh, you didn't know. <laughs> Every time I hear that, I'll still pop to this day. I mean, I could be, I could be a funeral when I hear that song, yeah. and I'd be, I'd be off my chair. <laughs> you know. Uh... They come out and they do their, their good old stick, and, and Road Dog. I think he's one of the underrated guys on the mic. You know, I know it's catchphrases, but he's, he's
1: a not... he's a modern day kind of a truth, isn't he? Like,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, he's, he's very, very good at sort of getting the crowd yeah. interested and intrigued in the match before yeah. it even kicks off. Um, and we get quite a fast start in this match. Bubble uh, Dudley gets in there. He has a bubble bomb. We get the was up off the, the, mm-hmm. the top rope from um, Devon, and the Dudleys control the match pretty early on, um, until Bubba eats a low blow when the referee is distracted by the road dog. Um I think Terry Long is a referee, which is good to always to point out. It's interesting to see how many different roles he's done he's done in wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> um and I'm um, it's, it's quite fitting he was in charge of a tag team match as well. Gunn gets a hot tag, fires up, um and on the outside Bubba gets a steel pipe with the referees on in the inside try to separate um, Dunn and, and, and Dog, um and he hits Billy Gunn with a lead pipe, which leaves Billy Gunn on the outside They're often long enough for the Dollars to get 3D and win the titles in five minutes twenty seconds. A Very very quick match. Um,
1: yeah, n- nice, nice and short this, but this is because Billy Gunn was injured uh, getting into this match. Um, right, okay. This has been the match where um, it, sorry, it wasn't in this match, but it was maybe the it was a couple of weeks before he was wrestling Rikishi mm-hmm. and he hits the Master and he landed square on his elbow and his elbow pretty much went up and straight through <sighs> his shoulder. Um, so he was dealing with a torn rotator cuff. Oh. Uh, this is why it was short. It wasn't in the match at all. Yeah. Um, and then I believe he gets kicked out of DX not long after. Right. Okay. okay. If not on the
0: night. Yeah, because I know obviously the lead, they took the lead pipe, and there was a bit of dissension between Billy and Road yeah, in the match. Yeah, that's... And the lead pipe went to the arm, yeah. so he was sitting on the arm backstage later on. So yeah, so this um, was totally the... adds up. Yeah. Yeah,
1: this was the key to get him to write him off TV. Yeah. Um, it was out until October.
0: Wow. Uh, and I if, think a, a torn market will take a quite a big injury. So I'm yeah. surprised they even wrestled at all.
1: Yeah. Um, yes. he, he, he mentioned that and um, it was like WWF confidential at the time. Um, yeah. He mentioned that that was just the expectation that because they were building a pay per view, you worked he, through it. You worked through it. Yeah. Um, which was kind of a again a sign of the times, but.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, it's understandable at the time, yeah. you know, that's that's how it was, you it know, you sort of you man up and get on met. Yeah, it, d- it didn't
1: affect him long term, so that's yeah. that, that's that's good. Um, he's back as the one Billy Gun uh, in October. and teams Somebody did his hair now. brown. A blonde with his belly button ring.
0: Oh, that's right, okay, yeah. <laughs> <The> <laughs> I best, think a 99 Billy Gun. The best gimmick. The mm, rocket oh. Billy. Yeah. Uh, so, Mark Henry versus Vissera is what we get next. <clears throat> then we get Lily <laughs> and Yeah, no, uh, I'm No,
1: I'm happy with that. That's my, uh, my yeah, notice. This is
0: the whole uh, Mark Henry and Me Young angle. Um yeah, which so eventually gives birth to a hand. Yeah, so
1: <laughs> Viscera has flattened Me um, Young, yeah. the previous Raw, and that kind of leads to this match.
0: 76 years old me youngest mm, she 76 still... years and she took a bump when she got pushed to the floor and she came out late in this match as well I ain't yeah. going to talk about this match too much Matt of goes over it and, and, um, yeah. and that's about the end of it um, there's yes. more real this <laughs> to say about it other than this is prime Attitude Era this is this is the stuff You see, people say I would love the Attitude Era back Yeah, let, let forget them,
1: yeah let them watch this
0: <laughs> yeah this um, is the stuff you forget about and it's like oh my god that was rotten we'll call this um,
1: Attitude Era filler um, yes that's exactly what it was this, these were kind of a 2009 to 2013 Divas matches, just
0: going, yeah, going, all, the, all the current sort of 24 7 stick,
1: um, yeah, go grab a piss, go grab a popcorn, and come back yeah. for the actual matches.
0: So, yeah, so I'm a minute, 23. This was, so don't I take up too much of your time. Um, Jericho gets interviewed backstage And he's, he warns Angle He has to stop celebrating that he's going to do something about it because of course Angle doesn't do it So we'll find out what happens With that one later on <laughs> uh, And we've got a wee Billy gun Selling his injury backstage as well But these segments were really, really short In between matches um, Which I thought was really, really good I don't think any of them went longer than 30 seconds
1: It's a nice wee transition between matches So it's not just match, 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 match
0: Yeah, I think we thought sort of, you know Today's Raw and stuff like that like All these segments last five five or six minutes sometimes but 20 you know.
1: minute opening Raw promo
0: Yeah, so these wee sort of 30 second bites in between between were just really, really nice and gave a different feel. Okay. Um, and then we get the Hardys, um, who's got who have Terry Runnels with her, with them oh, even. Her, her ribs are fucking disgusting. I don't, I don't recall
1: Terry being with them. So um, um, they won a ladder match against Edging Christian for the services uh-huh. of Terry. It was called the Terry Invitational Tournament.
0: Right, okay. If
1: you if you spell that out that 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 says tit. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> okay, hilarious. Gosh, um, shit. <laughs> yeah, that was a leather match and Yeah. It yeah, was where the weather
0: happened. Right. Yeah. yeah. I was against Edge and Christian in this one. This is a number one contenders match. Um I kinda went on autopilot when I watched this match. Um I, I just, these- yeah. I've watched these my... tag team so many times before, yep. and they've had better matches than this. So I sort of just stared at the screen without taking much in. Um, yeah. It didn't really open up until it was, it was quite a cool spot, I think, where Matt got edge up for the electric chair, and Jeff went to the top for a crossbody for a sort of doomsday device sort of thing. Um, edge rolls through. And edge rolls through and yeah. a pin, while Jeff hardly p- jumps on a Christian with a crossbody, so it's like a double pin. I thought it was a nice wee spot, and that sort of woke me up a bit towards the finish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for the end of the match, Jeff goes up to the top, Terry pushes him off, Um, Matt's of like, what are you doing? So Matt gets a slap to the face for going near Terry, Um, and Christian hits the unpretty, I don't know what he called it at the time, but, um, uh, on Matt and gets a win. So, Christian and Edge win. They're quite confused about what happened as well. Um, Terry starts to leave the ring. Matt Hardy grabs her hair. And the whole thing I forgot to mention about this is the APA are with Terry protecting her from the Dudleys because the Dudleys put her through a table a few weeks ago. So, the APA come into the ring and they set about um, the, the Hardy boys. Yeah. Um, so, that's obviously setting up towards them. Um, well, I think I thought it was setting up towards Mania, but it wasn't because the Mania match was a triple threat ladder match between the Dudleys, the Hardys, and Edge and Christian.
1: Is What it should be, uh, yeah, as good as the APA were, they can't really match the chemistry of the other three teams. No, um, probably the best three tag teams,
0: I think they define oh, tag team yeah. wrestling, oh, you know. 100%, 100%. Um, yeah. I think, I think, you know, certainly, you know, the, the uniqueness of. The combinations between them and, and, and technically, you know, and, and kayfabe, all three teams were brothers. Um, and and you know, there the was sensational chemistry between the three of them. And I think they spoke about it at the time. You know, a lot of them actually didn't like each other too much. There was a lot of bouncing off each other. Yeah. Um, with ideas and stuff. But I think that's when you've got three great tag teams who are so creative mm-hmm. that you know there's too <clears> many too many personalities are just bouncing off each other. I think eventually um, but they, they got results. Have, yeah, eventually
1: they got they got past that. Um, I think it was after the first TLC. Um, mm-hmm. after that, it was just. The chemins, they realised they, they had magic. Yeah, yeah. and that was it. Money talks he, sometimes, doesn't it? I think <laughs> uh, the egos then get left out the door. Um, yeah. I noted that um, Edging Christian's entrance is 10 out of 10. Um, see the camera work? Oh, oh they yeah, they don't know where they are, where yeah, they're going to so
0: come
1: the, from, sort of thing. Yeah. The cameras are uh, just searching for them, for them uh, through the crowd. It's just a nice wee touch. I think it's uh, incredible. And it makes them stand out. Another thing that I noticed about this much, is about it was another piece of actual camera work, production values. Um, obviously, WWE back, they don't have the the, like, the million cameras in the you know, that they do these days. And it was when the match was about to start with the APA's music hit. And the cameraman at ringside was, it was almost as if he was caught off guard because he, oh, right. had, to, he had to run and change position to catch the APA coming out. Um, for backstage,
0: so it was it was generally as if like oh I didn't know this they weren't was supposed happening. to be here. Oh, that's just, really good, actually. Brilliant, absolutely loved it. Yeah, that's great. So fifteen minutes, five seconds for this match. I thought it dragged a wee bit, to be honest with you, just because you know as I've seen these guys a hundred times before, yep. um, and and it's it's not their fault. It's just you know looking back, you know, and all per views are going to have that sometimes. <laughs> well, that's I mean
1: that was my note. Pretty much, um, it was a good match. It was a it's a staple that you did. I mean, this is your bread and butter. Yeah, um, it's that this. Any combination of these wrestlers is pretty much the opener for for most pay per views going forward. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's high energy tag team. It's just, it's good. It's not like excellent. Obviously, that's when you get into your TLCs and stuff like that, that's when it becomes that, but it's it's solid. It will never, it'll never give you a bad match.
0: Perfect. So, uh, Cole interviews Christian and Edge after it. They're a bit um, surprised about the win, but they, they refuse to take the fact that it's tainted. Um, you know, they would say they would have won that match regardless of Terry's interference, <laughs> etc. So, love it. More heel work that I love. Yes, yeah, <laughs> um, indeed. We get this interview with Big Show backstage, who looks like he's about to cry. Uh, I don't know if you tuned there are
1: a My line is Big Show is a money face
0: bastard. <laughs> No. Uh, so he's obviously he's still claiming that he won the Royal Rumble match which technically he did but nobody's buying it because <laughs> everybody prefers The Rock yeah so, exactly yeah so I, I thought it was nice it was a nice thing to do sort of on the build up to Mania as well Um, also where, where they ended up at Mania is where they probably shouldn't have ended up but um, going into this match if The Rock had won this match and went on face Triple H one on one it would have been a good little filler yeah. to get you to Mania Um. I don't know what happens, but that would have been nice. Um, we get um, your boy, well, my boy, I'll let you I'll let
1: you call this next
0: match. Oh, man. I'll just so, be quiet so, for the next minute or so. Yeah, Taz versus the big boss man, uh, Prince Albert's with him. They had a wee brawl on heat, so um, Taz is out here to get a bit of revenge. So this match doesn't go very long, but the beatdown after it goes a hell of a lot longer. Um, boss man chases him up the ramp already. They get, they get brawling into the ring. Um, almost immediately Taz goes for a Taz mission um, and Prince Albert gets in the ring and beats him up. So they continue to beat on Taz after the bell and Taz just refuses to stay down. He keeps getting up, keeps grabbing the legs, keeps trying to fight back. Um, He he takes a nightstick to the face, which snaps. I don't think nightsticks were wooden, but apparently they are. so it snaps right in his face um, and then they, 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 he gets up again from that and they just keep going and eventually they get him down and, and he stays down so um, this was again another bit of filler but I love Taz I absolutely adore Taz <laughs> yeah,
1: I bet you thought this was just five stars yeah. oh no nah, four and a half oh well Albert was there so. <laughs> um, yeah. my thoughts I, I love the boss man Like the boss man is one of my favourite wrestlers like Going back for like the 90s. For generations, yeah. absolutely you've obviously have been there for a long while. Exactly. Ray Trailer, WCW. Love the boss, man. Love for the size of him and how agile he was. He's just, mm-hmm. he's one of my favourites. Um, two of the best theme songs of the era. Would you yeah, not
0: agree? I would absolutely agree. Ta- I think Tazzy's is one of the best. Um, just the way the way it builds. <laughs> but of course I am a Tazmark. <laughs> um, I bought, um, and Boss Man's is brilliant. Um, it's, it's, I think they're both theme songs you could throw on a day and Bulbty. You know, you're like, oh. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> Whether that's the, the memories or whatever. But, uh, it's a testament yeah. to how good Jim
1: Johnson was. Oh, he was know. To match a th- uh, an entrance music so well with the character. Um,
0: yeah. Big fan. It, sure.
1: Again, it's another typical filler at you there, a match. Yeah.
0: I'm in at, I'm in at 23 seconds, yeah. so again, it doesn't take up too much of time. And I think didn't... the brawl went off for a couple of minutes. But, yeah, and it was a DQ, so. Yeah, DQ finish. Um, obviously, Taz was just off off of off, off of a win against Kurt Angle at the Rumble. That was um, his
1: debut, and look where he is now.
0: Yeah, so he sort of, he sort of slipped in the cab pretty quickly. He, yeah.
1: was, <laughs> he was bought, so he wouldn't be in ECW. Nobody else
0: could get him, yeah. That Something of what's going on just now, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. Um, so next up, we get um, Kane versus X-Pac in a no-holds-barred match. Um, I've got
1: fond memories of this feud. I thought, I remember this being absolutely incredible storytelling. The match <sighs> did not back up these not
0: live up yeah so I, obviously the show a really good promo package which goes on for a couple of minutes and it was good for me because I can't really remember too much about this um, so obviously these guys used to be tag team champions um, and tag team partners X-Pac was kind of the guy who made Kane become more human and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know em- embrace emotions and, and and feel sort of thing good feelings yes and then there was Tory, um who Kane was in love with but then yep. um obviously X-Pac and, and and Tory sort of turned on him um, they sort of became a thing Um so then Kane's trying to get a match with X-Pac, but DX are running the show a little bit, and they're saying, no, you can't get a match against X-Pac unless you beat um, me and Big Show. So Triple H and Big Show um, take on uh, Kane. Uh, Kane gets a win, so he gets this match. Uh, no way out. Um, there's also a cool spot in the build-up where uh, I think f- Kane gets set on fire. I think the fire like pyro. Yeah, so face.
1: it's the SmackDown before it. Um it was, mm-hmm. it was the SmackDown go home. Um, he's chasing Tory up the ramp and expat comes out and tori misses her cue she doesn't get out of the road uh quickly enough so it looks really really awkward so expat silently for like, an ice with this gun and eventually pops it off and it's just a, like a flame forward what face which looked that looked incredible if <laughs> it's the problem i had with this full storyline tori's acting is dreadful mm. she's just in the way um she misses most cues and yeah. it just looks very very awkward yeah, um, But obviously, if she didn't have her, you wouldn't have the storyline, so uh, yeah. if it was something better, it uh, would have been a hell of a lot more uh, interesting.
0: Yeah, I think, that's, I think that's a standard thing for the WWE in general, you know, who people who, who people who can't act being involved in storylines, and, you know, yeah. your only role in the storyline is to act, then, you know, you have to you have to be good at it. <laughs> uh, which, unfortunately, she is not. No, this is a good bit of the feud, though, with, with the fire, obviously, linking back to Kane's past and stuff like that, so they really tapped into quite a lot of Kane's story, Um using obviously the fact that he got emotions but now he's become you know back to what he used to be and then the memories of the fire and stuff like that really really good and obviously Kane's got one of the best backstories in wrestling um so that's been no holds barred you can you know what to expect Um, it's it's going to be a walking brawl yeah Yeah. um Kane's no selling quite a lot of things actually for a large part of the match um uh, battling up up to the ramp, back down again, around the ring, constant walking brawl. Um, Paul Bearer starts beating the shit out of the X-Pac on the floor, <laughs> and then Tory comes up and slaps him in the back of the... or starts to get him up and slaps him in the face, and then Paul Bearer starts chasing around the ring. And the only thing I could hear was... It's fucking Bearer trying to get in a sprint to chase Tory around the ring. It was brilliant. I That bit one of the most entertaining parts of this match.
1: There were some really, really good visuals. Um yeah. But for a blood, uh, yeah, I'll call it a blood feud. It was yeah. a revenge storyline, but it, again, it was it just kind of descended into comedy, which is, yeah, it's fair enough. Um, I think Kane looks absolutely incredible here. This is the best Kane. This ever is
0: the best look, ever. yeah. yeah. And, you know, I I'll, I'll have to touch on it. I know, I know, it's not new to anybody, but his pyro is phenomenal. Yes. Just the, you know the, the ring post pyro is something nobody else had at that time. It was just brilliant. And one of the um, posts never went off. Oh, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> the,
1: big, the big moment. I was too it, busy popping. <laughs> yeah, only two them blew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I yeah, as good as it, as it was, it was just a mismatch in terms of. Yeah. I I don't mind X Pack. Like I know he gets a lot of kind of a stick. Uh, yeah. and stuff like that. But he's a he's a good solid hand. He can wrestle, but yeah. he shouldn't be featured in a main kind of a main event storyline. No, like he's
0: and... a he's a good wrestler, but yeah. I think feud wise, I don't think he's, he's somebody who deserves a spotlight. Yeah. Um, You know, that may be a bit harsh, but...
1: No, I mean, I think that's fair. Uh, I think back in the day, even self-admittedly, he he knew he was an arsehole. But, Mm. like, now he's a a lovely guy now. like, Ah,
0: lovely guy. I could Uh, listen to X-Pac all day. Yeah, so... I think he has his own podcast as well, but we won't plug that because you want Uh, to listen to (laughs) yours. So, with... with, uh, but I wanted to make a wee point as well. Paul Bearer looked the best he's ever looked here. Um, he looked really thin. Not he, thin, looked, thin he looked lean yeah. and he looked and he played you know he played the part really well. He, he always had great facials, you know, mm-hmm, um, the, the big red jacket and stuff like that as well. Yeah, I think he looks brilliant. Yeah. Uh so we get we get into the finish. Um, Paul Bearer gets up on the ropes. I um, think with a low blow on Kane. Despite the fact there's no hose barred, but I thought that was a point worth, worth pointing to the referee. <laughs> uh, he takes her right hand um, and just lays on the, the apron for the next 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, Tori gets involved, jumps on Kane's back slowly. Um, Transitions
1: it into the tombstone. Yeah, like
0: she eats a tombstone. That was really, really good. Um, uh, she took the bumper in the middle, actually. Uh, she didn't sell it for very long, she, she was up in about two minutes. <laughs> well, um,
1: Kane, Kane um, yeah, that's what I thought as well, because she got tombstoned. Um week well, then usually when like the, the females get Tombstone they sell it for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. Yeah. But
0: oh, she's fine. She's weak
1: yep, we, She's we fine. Normally wear a neck
0: brace the next week exactly. and, you know. There's none of that. Uh, nope. uh, and then so Kane picks up the stairs, X Pac kicks the stairs on top of Kane I think he's done this spot a hundred times since this, by the way. That's pr- probably the first time he did it. Yeah, it's the drop um, kicking
1: at the stairs and the stairs on
0: yeah. the face. Yeah. One so that's three. what's holding him down, if you like. So X Pac gets a win and you know, GR calls it an upset. Um yeah, seven minutes fifty seconds. So not bad. Um not bad at all. Not bad, thought, not uh, great. Yeah, I thought it was one of the best stories going into the show, but mm-hmm. you know, the match didn't quite live up to it.
1: Um I don't recall Kane getting his revenge um against X Pack after that. I think that was um I believe that was the end of the feud. they did not Yeah, go, you're probably right. They didn't go I thought, no, I think had it, had it goes
0: to uh, I think this is when is it Kane and China take on D X at Mania. Um, it's
1: sorry, it's Kane and Rikishi versus Road Dog and X Pac at Mania. Oh
0: that's right. Yeah, I think yeah. China's way... um China's greatest radicals. Uh... I think that's what happens at Mania. Yes, you're absolutely yeah. correct. Yeah. That's right. I'm getting my tag matches mixed up. So as I said, as I said, this wasn't too bad, but um nothing nothing on note, I don't think. Nah, um, I'm happy with that. Absolutely. Cool. So we get Michael Cole with the radicals. Uh, great to see these lads, eh?
1: <laughs> how, how young does Michael Cole look?
0: Oh incredible, eh? oh, yeah. it's, it's hard to, it's, it's amazing to think how long he's been there. He you must know, be like, one of the longest years certain. or something. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um so we got um Dee Malenko, P- Perry Sarton, Chris Moine, Eddie Guerrero, who's in a sling. Um, I'm not sure if he was actually injured at the time. I think he was. He was just a he sale. Was, oh, was he? injured, yeah. Very good. Um, Malenko's voice is a lot rougher than I remember. It's grey, it's very grey. Ah, I don't it? know if he a sore throat this day. but No, no, that's that's how <laughs> he sounds, yeah. I, I always <laughs> seen him as somebody with a really soft soothing voice. It turns that wasn't the case. I think
1: Perry Sarton's got a softer voice. And a
0: softer head to match. Absolutely. So these guys, they're going to be in a match excluding Eddie um, against Tukul and Rikishi um, so I'm, I think I'm just going to skip through this match because it goes a hell of a lot longer um, than I wanted it to but I would po- I would point out that the Radicals are a very good trio. Um, obviously, yes. they'll see them in their own right, are good wrestlers, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but the, the way they control the ring, the way they cut off the ring, the quick tags, um, the psychology, you know, getting, I, I think Dean Malenko goes for Rikishi's ankle about four times, yes. which is injured in this match. Mm, um, and he just keeps chop-blocking him. Every time Rikishi's getting a bit of offensive he just, he just crawls in, chop blocks him and rolls out. I thought it was really, really good. I, I did enjoy the match. I
1: did as well, and I was going to I'd probably agree with you, there's not a lot to talk about but yep. it was a, like an absolutely solid
0: match. But
1: because, it's because there's not, there was too much kind of a uh, dicking about from Too cool, dancing about the ring and stuff like that, which made this yeah. match um, double the length it needed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, again, I don't think, I, I don't see what benefit Too cool get to winning over the new... Well, that, this is the
0: thing. Uh, Rikishi and Too cool get the win. Yeah. And it really made sense for the Radicals to get the win. I think this was their first match as well, the Radicals. First people view
1: match anyway. I, I think they were involved in the f- that DX storyline with Kane. I remember like a massive uh, handicap match on Raw where Kane finally came back and cleared the ring. Right. It was, it was like the radicals and DX versus like Foley, uh, the Rock, and Rikishi. I think at the time. Right. And then that's when Kane came back. So they're obviously like uh, the McMahon Helms era have kind of got their fingers in most feuds. That's what mm-hmm. the, that's what the show is built around. Yeah. But I don't understand. Surely the Radicals get the rub there. I, I, I didn't reckon... I, didn't understand I thought it would the have made sense. Especially
0: yeah. Rikishi being injured and Tukul not being that great. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, it's quite obvious that Tukul were not a tremendous tag team. And, you know, no. I
1: don't
0: think... I don't, I don't even know if they held the tag belts all that much.
1: Oh, I mean, I don't recall, but... Um, if it, it, it would have been
0: a, a, a short reign.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd made a couple of notes of this match. Um, Benoit's chops are, like, solid... Oh, you yes. went to town uh, on Scotty to
0: chest, and because you can, you can tell the ones that are sort of, you know, they, they cut off above the shoulder. Yeah. and they, they give you the slap, but not yeah. the pain. But Benoit just <laughs> tried to go through their chest. Yeah. Like there's no, yeah. Uh... And
1: you can clearly see who the main eventers are from the radicals. Benoit in the ring, and Guerrero's kind of a yeah, Tom Foley yeah, outside, and his just, he just ages. Emits charisma.
0: Yeah, I mean, even, even at the promo bit at the start, um, um yes. the, the interview, Leland Garcia mentioned his name, and he was smiling, and she said something about Rikishi and he looked at her as if to say, "Don't mention his name," you know, because yeah. obviously the previous week he got like stink faced by him and stuff That's like right. that. Right. Um, so it was just, it was just, it was just those wee nuances and stuff like that. Guerrero was always phenomenal at that. Always the, phenomenal. and he's out. mentioning the
1: moral support of the lead pipe and his sling. Yeah, brilliant stuff. Yeah, <laughs> again, solid match.
0: Yeah, 30 minutes 30 seconds, so a wee bit longer. It could probably just went for the 10 minutes. I think there was a bit of drag early in the match. Um, I think if you cut that out, you've got a nice bit. Of, you've got a nice bit of quick, quick paced match there. A yeah. lot of just a lot of a lot of back and forth. Um, you know, I think they wrote down about three times. oh, Keisha's in for the hot tag, and it wasn't. It was just like oh, we're tag the tags out again, and we build up again. Yeah. <laughs> so I think there was about two or three hot tags in the match, but Keisha was coming in getting a comeback, and then still went really well. It went
1: on and on and on and on. Yeah.
0: So the next match, I don't think you watched this one uh, too intently. Um...
1: So I had noted that um, at the time, I absolutely hated hated this match and hated this feud. Mm. Uh, watching this match again, haven't changed my opinion. A load of bollocks. Um, the one spot that I've seen and <laughs> it was quite funny it was um, so The Rock went to give uh, Show a cheer shot and his hand was oh, like way it was Undertaker levels of getting the <laughs> hand up man it was he getting nowhere near his head with the chair yeah. shot that was the only thing that I noted for this match that was worthwhile
0: Brilliant so so this is the number one contenders match for the Rock and Big Show they're finally um, set on their differences the last few weeks Triple H has been um winding up Big Show saying oh no you need to bring me an eyewitness oh no you need to bring me footage so once Big Show's finally brought him everything that he needs he gets the match um, set for, for this pay-per-view um, I think everybody assumed The Rock was just going to win this match and it was yeah. going to go to him and Triple H that would have been that would have made sense mm-hmm. um, but no, not today, <laughs> not today. Uh, yeah I'd agree the match was nothing nothing memorable until the end um, you know they sort of, again actually there are stuff they brawl around the referee does not count them out he decides to follow them around yeah, um, I, was, I was more interested uh, of the subplot of the feud that was going on during the night of Errol Hedner and Tim White. So this is, so I noted this <laughs> in the first match, right? So um Tim White being distracted, Errol Hedner runs out at the Kishariko Angle match to tell uh, Tim White what happened. Mm-hmm. And Tim wasn't having it, he's not listening to him. She's not. not I'm I know right. what happened. Yep. So they start arguing there. So it comes at the end of this match and Errol Hedner takes a ref bump out to the outside. Mm-hmm. Tim White comes down to make the pinfall after Big Show gets the chokeslam because Errol Hedner's outside. Tim White comes in, Earl comes around and grabs his foot and pulls him at the ring, and the two of them just start fighting. But you start brawling? Arrow's uh-huh. just, just,
1: well, with his press, just mounting him and knocking no. the shi-o.
0: I've recently watched an interview with a referee from Br- in, 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 in British wrestling, okay? Hmm. And he says, I was always told as a referee, a good referee is never noticed. Yes. I cannot it's... stand for these two <laughs> oh. <laughs> fucking Especially Errol, Errol fucking trying to get sell over <laughs> uh, so they start brawling on the outside and then Shane McMahon actually makes his return I don't think he's been around for a while uh, but he comes down to the ring he starts looking at the referees you know, trying to get them to stop fighting um, meanwhile in the ring the rock hits Big Show with a chair rock no he doesn't what he know
1: he hits his oh, hand,
0: the hand. <laughs> this is the hand one sorry yeah so he tries to hit Big Show with a chair he hits it's the ear the round about up, you said uh, um, rock bottom goes for the people's elbow and Shino Mack comes in grabs a chair and scalps the rock with it. and it, it, I always remember this chair shot because Sheenal Mack just flies over a, a prone Big Show <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Jumps the length of the ring, smacks the rock, the rock, rock then lands on Big Show because he's got the momentum, um, and then Big Show gets the win. Uh, Referee comes in, counts the pin, um, and the big show goes over. So this now sets up big show and Triple H um, for WrestleMania. Oh, um, the excitement. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, you know, I, I think they sort of might have shot themselves in the field, because as soon as people seen this, they thought, well, I'm not fucking buying Mania yes. <laughs> to watch that, you know. Uh, also, the story does eventually play out um, in, in the following weeks, um, where the Rock is added to, to the Mania match by McMahon. Um, and then we'll get to the, 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 the end of it later on. So, again, I don't think it was bad, but there it was, it was nothing memorable about it. I, 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 said, I think I said to you before I watched this, I thought I'd watched this pay-per-view a few times, but I, I don't think I had <laughs> when it came uh, to watching these well. matches up to this point. I remember the main event well, but yes. I don't think I recall yes. the rest. So, again, yeah.
1: a, a match built around a botch. Uh, I don't have any interest in that at all. Yep. Uh, the only thing that I really enjoyed this match was seeing Shane. I, I loved Shane back in the day. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. And that flying chair shot was memorable. It's yeah, definitely. He loves that spot. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, He must be yeah. really good pals with the big show. Like, every, oh, you think so? I, I think so. Every kind of incident the big show is involved in, Shane's always there by his side. you, you ever noticed that as well? Like, no, I never really thought of that, actually, I? It's always there. Cause remember when they'd done the, the stuff with Mayweather? Yeah. And he, they, obviously, Mayweather That's right. jet broke his nose, and he's... Flying through the crowd, and then Shane's the one that comes out and kind of has to calm him down.
0: That's right. I, I think didn't... Big Show said something like Shane was the only guy that could calm him down in that yeah, moment or something. Uh, must be just, it's his boy, is it? So fair, fair play. Uh,
1: yeah. Love Shane, Big Show. Can fuck off. Uh, <laughs> rock, does, rock
0: deserves better than this nonsense. Yeah, uh, I always love seeing the rock wrestle, man. I mean, I, I think I've said to you before, the rock was the reason I got into wrestling um, mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. first place. He was the guy who, who hooked me. Um, so I always love watching a rock match, um, regardless of who's against. So nine minutes to three for this one. It's because you to think this one went shorter than the last one, but seeing that big show probably wouldn't have went much longer. No, um,
1: no, I, I didn't even take the note of the time for that one. That's it. No,
0: he was, was in good shape, this one, to be for a big show. Um, well, this was seven foot two, 500 so, pounds,
1: though. So This was him just coming back back For developmental, um, right.
0: he'd
1: only just redebuted at the Rumble because remember, he came, he came in, um, at the St. Valentine's Day Massacre, which we're doing next. That's right, next yep. week, listen next week, yeah. Um, and they put the belt on him, then they took the belt back off him, and then they sent him back <laughs> down to uh, I'm gonna assume it was OVW at the time,
0: yeah. I think it was, yeah. He, he has spoken on that before, so that um, tells you how good he was, yeah. So, um we get Angle getting put in the, in the trunk of a car by Jericho, um, just to sort of end <laughs> off all these crazy
1: celebrations. The state, uh, the fucking state of China's gear. What she's, was she wearing? There was it purple trackies, wasn't she, She's got, like, the purple lounge suit. She's got, like, the, the Jeremy Kill uniform on. this is if <laughs> you really just going to go and catch oh a flight, and she's God, like, oh,
0: she's getting her comfies, and then Jericho's yeah. like, oh, come well, on, we need to put Angle in the trunk. She's yeah. like, oh, Christ, right, here we go. Uh, Poor so, Angle. This is, uh, <laughs> Oh he you know what I think he's so entertaining he's, yes. he's so good at playing that um smug yes and uh, the hero but even uh, though know, everybody hates him he, he just he, he plainly knows it yeah uh, this
1: this was before he kind of had uh, jumped into the comedy stuff Wedge and Christian yeah. this is you kind of a he's he's kind of a serious but delusional he's a heel yeah. but he thinks he's a hero it, it's brilliant. Yeah, Which, I mean, fun.
0: it's very, very clear angle is one of the best in the ring, but absolutely is one of the best characters and yes. one of the best at any angle and segment he ever did. Mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. made it work. Even if it wasn't that great an angle, he was still he made it it work. okay, yep. you know, and, and it, it was it was definitely something that um, stuck with him for a long, long time through his career and people always remember those things. That's what you said it's Hall of Fame speech, you know, it's all about moments. Yes. People remember me in my little cowboy hat, you know, people yeah. remember me yeah. with the milk truck the milk and stuff like it. that. Mm-hmm. Um it's always the things people remember about you as, as the moments, not necessarily the matches. It
1: is a testament to him that he's willing to do anything.
0: Yeah, brilliant. So, and it yeah. wasn't I mean, When he first um, joined Olympics, obviously he'd been given a contract offer a year before. Um, Uh, He got a
1: contract offer in 1996. Yeah, just after he he won the Olympics. Just after he won the Olympics for 10 years. A 10-year contract to get handed to him. And they said, no, uh, pro wrestling's beneath me.
0: Yeah, he, he said, he said if, "If I if I join, I can never lose." That was the thing he said. Yeah, Damn, he didn't he That's didn't right. get it. He didn't get the business, and then obviously to yeah. come in and go from go from one end of the spectrum entirely oh, to the other, yeah. to, I'll do anything. Yeah. <laughs> it was just you know a, a big spin for him, but you know he's a tremendous career, didn't he? Ah, uh, he's, he's he's my favorite wrestler of all time. Hey, sure, a wee bit of trivia here for you.
1: Oh, some Hell in a Cell trivia. Ah,
0: Hell in a Cell trivia. I've done my research. Uh, so we've got... Who who was the first... Ma- what was the first Hell in a Cell match not to include? The Triple H or The Undertaker on pay-per-view? On pay-per-view? Oh, my goodness. Um,
1: hmm, so... Well, I was going to... Well, if was on pay-per-view, because with Mankind and Kane, they're the raw... The yeah. Thought War Hell in a Cell match, but that was just on TV, so right, so we're not counting that. Um, on pay per view. Oh, I would I would I not would, I, nah, I not nope. have any idea.
0: So it was Cena versus Orton in two thousand and nine at Hell on a Cell.
1: 2009
0: and the first paper and first Hell on a Cell pay-per-view they did as well. So I think they had, I think they had two or three matches on that card. Um, that oh, right,
1: All so oh, right. Okay. So oh yeah. So the first actual branded Hell on a Cell pay per Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, okay. I believe that was the first one that they actually had because they had. Um, I think on that same card they had Undertaker versus CM Punk. Um, oh,
1: when Punk get
0: buried, because yeah, and, and DX. <laughs> yeah, and they had DX, yeah, and had DX was your legacy as well on the same card. So, but also both of them got Triple H and Undertaker in them. Yeah. so this was the match that sort of in between um, the title and the line, and it was like I was, I was just, when I was looking, I was like, I can't believe that was the first time they did it. You know, it's, it just goes to show how much they they used Taker and Triple H in these matches. um I know, even, even beyond that as well. A lot of them were, were in it, you know. Yeah, definitely, um,
1: definitely. Um, it's, it's a kind of a staple. Everybody kind of relates the gasket match to take her, but you know I mean. You are you you always have to relate the cell more
0: to take yeah. I mean, and nowadays match. as well. Obviously with the, the Hell in a Cell pay per view, um, it sort of it, it depletes the, the the purpose of the cell for me anyway. And a lot of people like you, and me. Um, I would like you to go back to the old way. I think you even said about Money in the Bank um, be to mania. put that at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was like that idea as well. Just having it has been a big achievement.
1: Yeah, and it's um, it's in my. Marie- Reason for that it's not so just so it's like kind of a one-off it's like it gives that year build to like you've got until next resume and to cash in yeah. and i think that means a lot more than oh you've got until next well whatever money in the bank is yeah um, june i think it is you've got to next june to you know what i mean it, mm,
0: uh, you've got one year yeah. yeah
1: and then you've always get that you've always got that in the bank for a big storyline at Mania. If nothing else happens during the year, if injuries happen, you've always got the big money in the bank cash in at Mania.
0: Yeah. And the thing is, about having the having the, the matches at Mania, you know, it, it gives you that a sort of good opener to have. Or yeah. Obviously, now, now we've got the men's and the women's matches, so you would have to have two, um, unless yeah. you do one at Mania and one at SummerSlam. So if you did the women's at SummerSlam, and then that would, gives you that for SummerSlam, and they, they have to have to SummerSlam to do it. That's an
1: incredible um, idea. That's, yeah, just, it yeah. just
0: opens it up a bit better as well, because yep. obviously Mane is a big enough card as it is. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. So we'll, we'll, we'll do a wee side note here before we, we dive in. Um, so I ask you to get together your top three Hell in, a Cells, um, Hell in a Cell matches. Now, this can be your top three in terms of how good they are, or top mm-hmm. three in terms of just your general favourites. Um, so, uh, so I
1: couldn't filter it down past four, so I'm going to go for a joint third place here. Okay. Um so in joint third place is tonight's main event, uh, no way out two thousand, Triple H versus Cactus. Brilliant. Um for, for obvious reasons, we'll go through yep. that during so the don't you don't, match. Need, you
0: don't need to talk just,
1: about that one then? <laughs> just an incredible match and it just it capped off the the long running feud with Triple H and Mick yeah. Foley. And I don't even just mean this particular storyline, like they were feuding for years and years beforehand, even 98, stuff like that. Mick Foley made Triple H, um, give him that rough edge, give him the game, kind of moniker. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Uh, so joint third is Taker versus Mankind, uh, King of the Ring 1998. Okay. Uh, so I know what you're thinking. I know it's an. So, like, uh, I, yeah, like, I didn't
0: include this in mine because it's, it's, it's so memorable, but I don't think it was a tremendous match. Right, so
1: that's the point I made. Yep. I couldn't leave it out because of how good the spots were. Fair
0: enough.
1: But out with the spots, what else do you remember for that match?
0: Yeah, nothing. No,
1: nothing. Absolutely nothing. Um, and at, at the, the same match,
0: time, it was groundbreaking. You it know was. What? It was. Yeah.
1: It, it definitely was, and that's why it made the list because you can't not mention it. Yeah, certainly nothing. when I was
0: writing these down, it was one that I wrote, I wrote down. But yeah, I thought, no, I've got I, the other three that I have picked were were stronger. I thought in terms of matches that I remember certainly. Mm. Um, so for, for, I mean, for mine, I'll go with my number three and i we'll go through twos and ones. Right? If, um,
1: I, if I to knock one of them out, it would be to take a Mankind one.
0: Yeah, I, would, I, I, would I think, done I, done you, know, I think you, you were probably a bit more lenient um, than I was in terms of putting that in there because I was mm-hmm. quite like, no, I'm not putting that in because I, it's just one that people expect you to say, because, but it was so bloody memorable. Yeah. You know, you, you remember it so well and JR's called during the match and it was fantastic. So my number three, I don't know if it may surprise you or not, um, it's from No Mercy 2002. Undertaker and Brock Lesnar. Okay. Um, no, th- this was a match that I've watched recently. I think you know I've been watching through two thousand two, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, and and it just I, I forgot not only how good a match it was, but how good a rub it was for Brock. Yes. Um, obviously, Brock had only debuted in the April after after WrestleMania. He was on Raw for a bit. He then goes to SmackDown. He wins a belt at SummerSlam. He's defending it here against Taker. Um, and Taker puts a big rub on them. They have a great match. They both get bursty wide open. You know, the, the, the two big guys just knocking lumps out of each other. And f- and for me, it's one of the matches I always remember. It's um, part of the feud that these two guys had at the time. So, um, for me, that's my number three. I just, uh, it's such a memorable, memorable match for me, and especially growing up watching this um, through my I generation. Mm-hmm. It, it was a match that I, 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 I adored watching at that time. So, that's my number three.
1: I had considered that, but... I had to second guess it because at that time, I hated that Undertaker gimmick. The, it wasn't even American bias, it was the Big Evil. Yeah. Oh, fuck off. It's garbage. Um, and the only spot that I remember from this match was when Lesnar grabbed... Um, oh, sorry, was it Lesnar? One of them, sorry, grabbed Heyman. Taker, yeah. Taker, eh, sorry, of course, it yeah. it was Big Show he turned with. Yep. Taker grabbed Heyman with a tie. From outside mm-hmm. the cage and just smashes him into the wall of the cage <laughs> yeah. repeatedly and busts him in open as well. Yeah. I just
0: thought that was an nice wee touch. That was yeah.
1: that was excellent.
0: I see. That. I mean, I'll be you know if, if we were ranking the best, I probably would put this up there. But mm-hmm. because I'm ranking my favourite, this is the one I have to put on there. Yeah.
1: Uh, my number two is from Armageddon 2005 and it's Undertaker versus Randy Orton. Wow, love it. Uh, this is prime legend killer Randy Orton. Yeah. Um, it's my favourite incarnation of Orton undertaker's got his proper gimmick back uh what this I mean, was a tremendous mate, feud the, the, a whopper feud the feud was incredible
0: yeah because um, obviously randy's dad gets involved in this feud as well yes um, yeah cowboy so Bob
1: yeah there's so many good visuals in this feud uh, from undertaker returning with the flaming casket to orton seeing a bloody uh, cowboy in the mirror yeah. Oh, just what an incredible, incredible feud! Um, and again, as this,
0: this, you know, obviously with the I think it was one that sort of put Brock up there on people because this is just after this match, Brock starts to turn babyface. Yes. People start to love it, and it's the same. It's not, it's not the same with Orton, but you know, he's, people start to realise he's, he's a real talent. And, yeah, well, this, you know, it's, this it's is this is one of the top stars.
1: Yeah, this is one of those matches where even though Taker won, Orton still got over.
0: Yeah, because obviously Orton,
1: Orton uh, get the win at the SummerSlam uh, before overtaker. mm-hmm um and yeah, just just brilliant, absolutely brilliant.
0: So um, mine is also from two thousand and five. Um, Vengeance two thousand and five. Batista versus Triple H. Okay. Um, this was a feud that for me, and again, you know, growing up at a certain age, watching these guys go, I loved Batista at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and these two guys sort of from the reign WrestleMania prior as well, sort of built up these, 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 these feuds that were just phenomenal. And you know, two guys just knocking them to each other, they they both get battered and bloody. Um. And this was a feud for me. It's still one of my favourite feuds to watch, to go back and watch. And I've sort of define Batista again, you know, as a, as a top guy, as a top yeah, challenger, as a and as a champion. So um, I said so that, that gets on there for number, number two for me. Um, you know, I think it's hard to leave Triple H off any of these because he's in most of them. He is in most of them, yeah, absolutely.
1: Well since we've not Agreed so far, I'm going to assume That we've agreed At the number one spot I think so Which is the six man Match for the WLF Championship At Armageddon 2000 Oh it is not You're joking It is not How can that not Be your favourite Hell was in a Cell match so that,
0: that, was, that was Like again If I was doing best I'd probably put that up there But it wasn't One of my favourites Oh uh, you're joking How that, can that Be That's one big Gets thrown off the top And stuff it is. Yeah. yeah I watched that one not too long ago as well um, Look on
1: there for me. Look at the star power In that match Yeah Her Champion, Undertaker, Triple H, Austin, Rock, and Ricky Shuster. <laughs> you know, just stopped the Rock. <laughs> yeah. oh, look at that! That's look the at f- five top stars there. <laughs> In terms of a dream match, that's got yeah. to be one of the first that they did. Just every top star, oh, just put them all together, see what happens. Mm. And holy moly, they told an amazing story. Yeah. Uh, what a pop! The pop just get better and better and better um austin comes out hot attacks cut angle who's cowering uh outside the cell he just goes and grabs him you get got the interlinking storylines with um austin and triple h they're costing each other matches before it uh the rock with rikishi obviously I did it for the rock that's yeah, sort of yeah. kind of
0: a storyline uh, i mean all sort of bubbling over here and this is this is armageddon 99 isn't
1: it yeah that's 2000
0: 2000 sorry yeah um I I I, said, I I would agree that that's definitely one of the best um, in terms of star power and in terms of you know captivating an audience to watch all these guys. I mean, who's not going to buy that pay per view exactly you know, to see those six guys in there? In so
1: the, the the kind of a back line of Vince being terrified of losing his investment in his uh and his wrestlers. Yeah, that's He's right. trying to get the match called off. Oh, so good, so okay. so good. Right, give me your number one then.
0: Right, okay. Um, it's quite a recent one. WrestleMania twenty eight, Taker versus Triple H. This this was a match for me that I just could not leave off. Um, It was a match for me that I got this WrestleMania at a time and watched it live and just, you know, was captivated by it. And I think for me, this was probably a moment where I realised wrestling was more than wrestling. And...
1: Was I think, this the uh, second match against Triple
0: H at Mania? So obviously we had the two against Michaels, two with Sean. and then we had the Triple H, and then again. So it was right, like this is the blow off. So this is the blow off so match. Oh, this was um, the end
1: of an era match, wasn't
0: it? Yeah, we HBK as a special guest mm-hmm. referee. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, this may be a generational thing for me as well. But obviously, uh, time for me, obviously, I was I watched wrestling as wrestling, and I think this is what transitioned into me as wrestling as more than that. And this is mm-hmm. what sort of got me into the background of wrestling, and 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 and, and sort of made me. Get be more invested in it. Um, obviously, the, the, that that shot of the three of them going back up the ramp, up the ramp um, yeah, yeah. and sort of turning around and it was like a, it was like a goodbye. I mean, it wasn't a goodbye, but we thought it was at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but the drama of the match, Shawn Michaels was the, the special guest referee. Um, I just, I just, I just think it was genius and and very very well done, and probably the one of the the last matches that we've seen of Undertaker and Triple H at the top of the game. Um, so for me, for me, that like, gets my number one. I, just, I thought it was brilliant at the time, and it, 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 it still, it still stands tall. It stands tall today. So,
1: well, I am shocked that we've not picked.
0: Any... <laughs> I mean, I think I wrote six or seven down, and again, the Armageddon, Hell in a Cell was was one that was on there. Um, but as I said, if I was picking best, it may be a different list altogether. But favourites that, that had to be on there for me. Um, so that's my number one. <laughs> well, they do see wrestling subjective, don't they? <laughs> aye, aye. Um... So we're getting to this match just now. Um, first and pro- foremost, what a promo
1: package, though!
0: Yeah, it, oh was, it was. Oh my god, just a great story between these two. And the, and the thing is, you see, the guys that do the promo package for the WWE. They've always been really, really good. Yeah. Um, but with this one, they couldn't have had to work too hard because there's so much material there for them to use yes. um, and to build this feud. So, yeah, uh, top dollar. Whoever made that, <laughs> it's brilliant. And two tremendous interest, entrance entrance themes for these two. Triple H's classic entrance my theme, time. And the Cactus Jack one. It's phenomenal as well. Just the guitar riff. Like,
1: I think you know. I think that's been the theme of the this pay per view. Like the theme song is incredible. It starts off as you would absolutely expect. It, there's there's, uh, there's not a lot of um, wrestling moves. Nope. It's um it's punch, kick, clothesline, punch, kick, clothesline. Um, whip into the cell. Backdrop outside. Into yep. the stairs. Foley's. It's the classic Mick Foley It's I hate that bump. What a, he? How could he not have a dead leg?
0: I say it's no, it's no wonder he can't walk properly nowadays. Yeah, like,
1: yeah. His nah, knees I obviously. If, if
0: you're you not, know we're talking about, he gets thrown out of the stairs, um, knees first, and sort of sort of flips and bumps mm-hmm. over the stairs. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it just looks painful, especially in the cell because there ain't much room there of Matt. You know what I mean? You know for a fact he's landed pretty awkwardly in that corner. Yeah, and and and
1: can I go back to that? But there's not enough space. Like it seems like every ten seconds,
0: they're back outside the ring yeah and I the sh- thing is as well you notice it more and i think it's because of the cameramen because mm. there isn't a lot of room for them to maneuver so they have to move around as the wrestlers move yes. around and then and, you notice how tight the space is
1: and there was a lot of uh, wiring on the floor that i thought oh that could be a bit, be a bit dangerous as well yeah. but you've got a 20 by 20 ring that everybody can see so why yeah. take the bullshit shortcut and go outside like yeah
0: do you think that's maybe something to do with what happened later in the match in terms of not going in that corner well, that would make perfect sense, wouldn't it? Yeah, because I, I thought to myself about that, cause I don't remember watching it at the start, and then as the match went on, I thought, oh, this is the match with that bump. Yeah, And then I was like, oh, and I was thinking to myself, oh, did they go back to that corner? So and I, I didn't watch it back, I probably thought, thought maybe I should watch it back and see if they go into that corner. I'd
1: like to have seen, obviously, there wasn't a lot of kind of a, well, there was none uh, kind of recording devices in arenas at the time, but I'd like to have seen what they'd done before that match to, to yeah. um, weaken that ring. I don't it do not amusing
0: me because even do it when you know even nowadays with Bray Wyatt coming up through the ring or when Kane did it and stuff like that. It was amuses me how they did that.
1: Yeah, I, I'm going to assume they, they'll just remove a couple of the kind of two by four kind of wooden slats of the ring. Yeah, and that weakens it, mm-hmm. uh, and just because uh, makes a hole to get through it. But aye, uh, absolutely smashing. Yeah, um, there was a wee bit of um, tomfoolery again, and then they finally, finally gets the cell wall open. Um, yeah, and throws the stairs. Brilliant. And it smashes into the cell wall, which creates um the opening that Foley could use it to get inside. This was
0: really, really well done. I don't think he meant to do it like this, but the way the step the steps sort of got jammed
1: mm-hmm.
0: in this in between the bottom of the cell and the actual the mesh. Yeah. And it was as if it just sort of got jammed open. I thought brilliant. And I think when he went to run into it, I'm not sure if the cell was supposed to properly give way, you know, as if the whole bit of sort of wall was supposed to come away. Yeah. But I didn't. <laughs> and in the bottom of the the mesh it was all sort of jagged and it got caught in him and stuff like that and I thought, oh, that looks, that was just silly <laughs> I, I,
1: Again, I don't think like, Foley just, that was one of my notes he does not mind taking the punishment
0: Yeah He
1: is a generous seller yeah. <laughs> He will bump for him there. What a good, what so, a top lad, top, top guy.
0: Yeah, I mean, he, he was wanting to put everybody else over yeah. at the expense of his own body. For yeah, the, he for the, the, you
1: know. yeah, he gave them the hardcore edge that they needed. Yeah. Um, wee bit of uh, nonsense outside the ring as well. They finally find the 2x4 with the barbed wire. Yeah. Uh, don't,
0: don't forget the pile driver on the announce table. That was, that was sweet. Yes, yes. That was really, really good. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, then, the bad
0: boy 2x4 um, did you notice it had a nice little wrist strap so he so
1: could clean the silver <laughs> uh, if only the, the steel chair were handle on it as well yep. he was struggling to get that he was struggling to throw it he was bollocked absolutely uh,
0: bollocked I mean, it was quite high as well. I mean, I don't
1: it think was. It a task at any rate, especially when you've got fans around you that want to, hit, you know. But <laughs> I think that that be kind of a portion of the match. It's just kind of a ground to a halt. It was like yeah. we're trying to figure out what to do, and they just couldn't get out, couldn't get it to him. So yeah. eventually, it's like spot's dead. I'm just going to claim the ring, yeah, claim the cell. Sorry, yeah, Triple H is waiting for him. Hits him with the, the barbed bar wire two by four, which looks nasty as fuck. Yeah. And you see it catching these clothes, etc., etc., etc. Yep um foley makes his comeback he hits a uh, snap suplex yeah that hit the metal support bar running it, in between the the sections and that looked
0: painful yeah it was feel. like the ne- both of their necks sort of as if it hit it there no like it was, one of them took uh, it on the back no it was, it was pretty...
1: um so this was the one where it, it it was a triple h's lower back that's oh, the top. The metal. It, yeah mm-hmm. it just looked horrible um so Foley finds his lighter and <laughs> we get the flaming barbie.
0: Yeah.
1: It's just, it's one of those iconic sights. Um, it's a shame he wasn't looking at the hard camera at the time. He's, he's looking away for the camera. Yeah, I think he's, he was trying to
0: expose it for the crowds a wee bit until it yeah, lit. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was, a, it was a nice, a nice touch, and it was like you know one of those things where he obviously had that light in his, in his pocket the whole match. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, th- he got to the I, top.
1: Th- I think it was hidden in the top of the cell because you see him um, can has got the the two by four in one hand and he's searching for something, and there was a tiny little bit of foam on top of one of the cells. Ah, right. I think that's what it was because uh, that would make a lot of sense.
0: Yeah. Uh, so the the brawl a wee bit on the top, um you also use the, the the flaming Barbie um and then we get that ridiculous spot um where I think he's looking for
1: um, I the, the, of it, the pile the pale driver,
0: the, the, the driver mm-hmm. on the barbed wire uh, on fire and then triple H reversing it a backdrop backdrops uh cactus Jack right through the cell and right through the ring. Um just that's a crazy, crazy bump. Um, also, <laughs> this one was planned, unlike the one at '98, um, King of the Ring. So yeah, I think it was. It was. A bit, it was,
1: there was preparation to be done. Yeah,
0: it looked as if it was you know cushioned enough for yeah, him. It looked safe it, enough. Yeah, it's it certainly one that still got a bit of a risk involved, and, and point the kind of went wrong mm-hmm. with it.
1: Um, I liked uh, Triple H selling it. He was uh, shocked that it actually happened. I, yeah, he sold that. Like a boss. Absolutely. Uh, so he makes his way, he climbs down the broken cell, mm-hmm. uh, which I thought was pretty, it was a really good uh really good visual. And he is just he's he doesn't go for the cover, he's just he's asking the ref to stop the match, to mm-hmm. say, nah, he's I don't done. I don't need to pin him. He's finished, he is finished. Yep. And then Foley eventually starts the move, and he's just—it's a triple H like shock face. He's throwing yeah. arms and they're, up they're there. there was a tremendous,
0: a tremendous Foley chant at this point as well, with the crowd getting yes. behind them, trying to get him to get back up. So they have done this really well and sort of prepared for it really well. They knew this was going to sort of be what happened, um, yeah. and and they worked it into the spot really well. So, I, I props to them. But um, you know, you can't just gets out, face back a wee bit. Triple H gets a pedigree for the three count. So. James bogey, twenty-three minutes, fifty-seven seconds. Um, a phenomenal match, uh, certainly a staple of the Attitude Era. Uh, Mick Foley retires at least for a month. A month, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's 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 back for WrestleMania It's not even a month. He's back a couple of weeks. He's, he like, is a, a man. Yes, he? Um, yep. But it um, was London McMahon brings him back for the, for the four corners match that we get it. Um, McMahon in every corner. Ah, uh, elimination four-way match. Um, that was the, dreadful. I thought that was one of the worst manias in a mm. long while, and then you get like two. Or th- if, I, if I think the four <laughs> following that were actually pretty decent. I'm um, not watching mania two those. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so that was, that, that, was a, that. was a phenomenal match. I mean, what more can you say about, it? you know, Candice Jack is, or Foley, he, he was phenomenal at getting people over all the time. Um, he, he does the business here for, for Triple H. And a lot of people like Triple H and The Rock and stuff in Austin always said, you know, I don't know where I would be without Mick Foley, without mm-hmm. so that guy to get you over. And Triple H especially, because he he really needed it. Um, his character, I'm not saying it was, it was struggling, but it needed that somebody to get the heat on him. By getting sympathy on somebody else and yes. Foley was the perfect guy to do that.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Spot on. Um, good match. I'd probably even say it was a great match. Um, it really kind of cemented Triple H um, as the badass that he could be. Foley gets the the memorable spots. He just he loves just he loves just putting his body on the line, killing yeah. himself for the purposes of putting someone over. Uh, my note on the match was good, but not anywhere near as good as the match that they had at the Rumble. Yeah, and that's not a knock on this match. They set the bar too high at the Rumble, mm-hmm. and as I said previously, it's my favourite match of all time. So it's going to take a lot,
0: a lot to beat that. To yeah.
1: beat that for me, definitely. So
0: yeah. we're going to WrestleMania 2000. so we get the four-way elimination match, and um, we also get Kurt versus Jericho and Ben That we touched on, um, and we get the triangle other match between Edge and Christian, the Dudley's and the Hardy's. And those are probably the three matches that stand out for that card. The rest of them are pretty forgettable. Um, yeah, it's,
1: it's all kind of bullshit for is isn't it? It's, it's all kind of a yeah.
0: So I'm, I'd say, you know, this people per view certainly kicks off um, a lot of the build for that. Um, especially the the four-way sort of main event. Um, this is where you sort of really get your build going from here on out. Um, but as I said, it turns out to be quite a poor mania. Um, but obviously the WWE are absolutely sailing at this time and, and the fans are loving it at the time as well. So Good stuff. Yeah, I think props to them. But really enjoyed that pay-per-view. Uh, as I said, I think it was one that I, didn't, um, I hadn't seen for a, for a long while anyway. It didn't sort of resonate with me. Um, so I, I would grade the pay-per-view... A B.
1: I gave this one a C plus.
0: C plus uh, oh.
1: Yes. I know that seems a bit low, but the only real good match was the main event. Okay. Uh, and the angle match.
0: So, I, think there, I think there were two matches that really dragged it for me, and that was the, the two well the two squashes were pretty poor mm-hmm. um, I thought everything else was alright um, I'd, I'd probably give it a, I might actually give it a B minus um,
1: yeah I think we're yeah round about the same there cause The the yeah. and condition Hardys match could have been a lot better it wasn't uh, the Dudley's outlaw match was just it had to be a quick squash to get the belts off the outlaws because Billy was injured mm-hmm. uh, Vista and Mark Henry was a match that happened um, Taz and Bossman similar uh, radicals too cool could have been a lot better they could have showcased the radicals and a much more um yeah, I I Manor manner. Um, uh,
0: Ex- x Um X-Pac Ex- yeah.
1: Kane could have been a lot better uh, Big Show can fuck off <laughs> uh, yeah I mean for a B pay-per-view leading to Mania they're not going to put they're not going to put the Mania style matches into No Way Out so no
0: that's true that's true I think, I think it was decent enough um, you know I would I would watch it again. Um, probably not too soon, but I would watch it again. It's not one I go, well, "I'm not going to watch that." People yeah, yeah. You know, it was a decent, and I said I had a good, a good combination. Um, I think a lot of shows um, in previous times as well have a pretty poor main event, but they have good undercard matches. But this this era, in, in particular, um, had phenomenal main events all the time, pretty much. Um, so that's off. I, I, I enjoyed it. I did enjoy watching it. it wasn't a, It wasn't a struggle for me. So, um, but I'm looking well, forward to the next one. <laughs> uh, so,
1: I picked No Way Out 2000 for one of our February pay-per-views, and you have selected...
0: St. Valentine's Day Massacre, 1999, so pretty 1999. much a year prior to this. Um, um, well, I think we'll release that on Valentine's Day, because that's only fitting. <laughs>
1: oh, well, that that, was, that that would be lovely.
0: Yeah, so, um, <laughs> but uh, you know, I think... Um, this one was good, but I think the Valentine's Day Massacre will, will, will beat it. I think it will stand up more. Um, certainly, some of the undercard will be more controversial than this one, and I think a lot of the, the, the top matches will be a bit better. Um, so, but I'm looking forward to, to going through that one. Um,
1: well, this is the this is the debut of one Paul
0: White. Yeah, um, it was McMahon and Austin finally get together in the cage. Um, just just that 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 match in particular, I always remember, and it's, it's the old cage as well with sort of the black the bars. The cage, yeah. Um so it's really really good and, and one that I said a lot of people will recall because it was finally when Austin and McMahon got in there and you've seen the shape McMahon was in for a start. Mm. <laughs> you go, holy oh, shit <laughs> that suit uh, hides a lot. And this um, was
1: when um so Mankind's the champion. Uh Mankind's got the they the title at this point and he's feuding with the Rock, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Um they've done that they were like doing empty arena matches and all this kind of uh gimmick stuff, uh, and this is the last man standing match uh, for the title, which I'm
0: so looking forward to watching again. Yeah, be fine. I'll be. I'll, I'll be really, really good. I think it's, it's, it's one of those ones that um, kind of goes under the radar a wee bit because you know yeah, like that your normal and stuff. Yeah, yeah, they were all really like you know ch- change pay per views and building up to manias. But this was one that sort of goes under the radar as a phenomenal mm. match. I uh, sort of a phenomenal card. Um, your boy Jeff Jarrett's on there as well. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, Val Venus in the Ken Shamrock storyline's so on that one as well I think Chain and Kane this is when I thought China and Kane were together it was against DX here um, so there's a lot, a lot going on and I think it's going to be a lot worth watching as well um, even on the kill stuff I think it'll give us something to laugh about at least <laughs> <laughs> alright so thanks for doing that with me Stuart I really really enjoyed it um, ah, it's always a pleasure to, to watch the rest of you Mark alright and we'll be back next week with uh, some Valentine's Day Massacre review alright thanks very much pal cheers
1: yeah.